Chapter Fifteen of Infelicia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Infelicia by Ada Isaacs Mencken. Chapter Fifteen. Genius. Where'er there's a life to be kindled by love, wherever a soul to inspire, strike this keynote of God that trembles above night's silver-tongued voices of fire. Genius is power, the power that grasps in the universe, that dives out beyond space, and grapples with the starry worlds of heaven. If genius achieves nothing, shows us no results, it is so much the less genius. The man who is constantly fearing a lion in his path is a coward. The man or woman whom excessive caution holds back from striking the anvil with earnest endeavour is poor and cowardly of purpose. The required step must be taken to reach the goal, though a precipice be the result. Work must be done and the result left to God. The soul that is in earnest will not stop to count the cost circumstances cannot control genius it will nestle with them its power will bend and break them to its path this very audacity is divine jesus of nazareth did not ask the consent of the high priests in the temple when he drove out the money changers but impelled by inspiration he knotted the cords and drove them hence genius will find room for itself or it is none men and women in all grades of life do their utmost if they do little it is because they have no capacity to do more i hear people speak of unfortunate genius of poets who never penned their inspirations that some mute and glorious milton here may rest of unappreciated talent and malignant stars and other contradictory things it is all nonsense where power exists it cannot be suppressed any more than the earthquake can be smothered as well attempt to seal up the crater of vesuvius as to hide god's given power of the soul you may as well forbid the mountain pines to wag their high tops and to make no noise when they are fretted with the gusts of heaven as to hush the voice of genius there is no such thing as unfortunate genius if a man or woman is fit for work god appoints the field he does more he points to the earth with her mountains oceans and cataracts and says to man be great he points to the eternal dome of heaven and its blazing worlds and says bound out thy life with beauty he points to the myriads of downtrodden suffering men and women and says work with me for the redemption of these my children he lures and incites and thrusts greatness upon men and they will not take the gift genius on the contrary loves toil impediment and poverty for from these it gains its strength throws off the shadows and lifts its proud head to immortality neglect is but the fiat to an undying future to be popular is to be endorsed in the to-day and forgotten in the to-morrow it is the mess of pottage that alienates the birthright genius that succumbs to misfortune that allows itself to be blotted by the slime of slander and other serpents that infest society is so much the less genius the weak man or woman who stoops to whine over neglect and poverty and the snarls of the world gives a sign of his or her own littleness genius is power 
the eternal power that can silence worlds with its voice and battle to the death ten thousand armed hercules then make way for this god-crowned spirit of night that was born in that continuing city but lives in lowly and downtrodden souls fling out the banner its broad folds of sunshine will wave over turret and dome and over the thunder of oceans on to eternity fling it out fling it out o'er the din of the world make way for this banner of flame that streams from the masthead of ages unfurled and inscribed by the deathless in name and thus through the years of eternity's flight this insignia of soul shall prevail the centre of glory the focus of light o genius proud genius all hail End of chapter 15